Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to learn more about an article he wrote this week after a brief hiatus. Hello, Dave. Hello, after a brief hiatus. <laughs> and you have some exciting news post-vacation. Y- yes, I've been patting myself on the back and my column this week because I have, have changed New Hampshire for the better. Um, as uh, I managed to convince the state to put up a new historical highway marker, those those signs you see on the side of the road that tell you that something historic happened here or nearby, like, you know, there's a covered bridge or Franklin Pierce lived here, that kind of stuff. Well, the newest one that's, that's been put up on Route 102 outside Hanover uh, talks about how in 1964 the BASIC, B-A-S-I-C, computer programming language was developed at Dartmouth. And you've been working on this for a while. Yeah, 10 months. Uh, in fact, readers of my column probably gotten tired of hearing about my program and are glad that I finally got it done, so I'll shut up about it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so basic. I mean, it's not just another computer programming language. It was developed specifically uh, by John Kimeney, uh, who the, the late president of Dartmouth, and uh, Tom Kurtz, a retired math professor who is still around. Uh, the two of them developed it specifically to, to make programming accessible to the people. Remember, to the general audience to a certain extent. Certain general audience, anyway. Uh, this is back general-ish. in the 60s. General-ish. Um, this was back in 1964 when computers, you know, were still IBM machines back in the air-conditioned room and businesses and, you you know, it was they were, they were very alien things. So they wrote the programming language specifically to make it easy. And if you are of a certain age, uh, like me or even younger, you probably learned BASIC somewhere in school. It was a great learning language. Um, and uh, really, the only the only programming I've ever done is in BASIC, and uh, it and it was valuable not only because it was a great learning tool. Uh, millions of people, you know, used it to get into programming, but it was it turned out to be robust enough that it was actually useful. A uh, version of BASIC is what uh, Bill Gates used to in his first big big sale that uh, ended up turning into Microsoft Corporation. So it's a, it's a big deal, and it it was born right here in New Hampshire. So what was the process to get the marker? Um, pretty straightforward, actually. So it's the, the State Department of uh, Cultural Resources, I think is what it's called. Um, but you just can, can search for, you know, State Highway Marker in New Hampshire. And there is an online form. You actually say, hey, I'd like to do this. They have a process. You need to get uh, 20 signatures of New Hampshire residents. And you need to submit, um, you know, supporting material as to a this actually happened, b it actually <laughs> happened here, and c this is why it's important. Um, they'll talk about it and tweak it. So, uh, actually, originally my idea was, and the people I worked with uh, in Hanover, the idea was to to talk about two things at once. Actually, basic, and uh, Kemeny and Kurtz also developed kind of at the same time something called the Dartmouth Time Sharing System, which was one of the very first methods for multiple computers to work together. Uh, and again, uh, this was a time when you know computers were few and far between. And in fact, when I went to college in the 70s, in, in 1970s in Maine, we used the Dartmouth Time Sharing System. We hooked into it. That was, that was how you got computing of any kind. So anybody, again, of an age of New England would know about it. But uh, they, the state basically folks who you know, who've done 260 of these 
markers. They said that was just too much stuff to try and cram into one sign. So it just talks about basically. you got to be able to read the sign. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like, you know, the Twitter limit. You know, it's the same kind of idea. As it is, this is a very wordy sign compared to some of them. So, so uh, any more highway signs in your future? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we should do some more. So, I mean, you know, the thing that sort of prodded me in the beginning was the idea that to a certain extent, the, the, the things that are acknowledged by these markers are kind of a limited definition of what is historically important. Tend to lots of buildings, lots of politicians and generals. I mean, there's a few interesting ones, of which of the best by far is Barney and Betty Hill's uh, sighting of UFOs up in the North Country, the first real alien abduction story. I, I'm, I'm it just tickles me pink that we have a historical marker about that. But anyway, so I thought we should have some more acknowledgement of the state's sort of sort of geekier aspects. So uh, that was the idea. So um, th trying to think of the next uh, the next idea we could put forward. I asked for some suggestions, uh, things like uh, the the twin prime conjecture breakthrough that was done at UNH a few years ago. That's pretty darn geeky. Um, artificial, the term artificial intelligence was actually coined in New Hampshire at a conference, the first real conference on the topic uh, back in the 50s. But again, that was a Dartmouth, so it's kind of, you know, same geographic area, kind of the same-ish topic. You'll just get a billboard. <laughs> Instead of a marker, they just get the historical billboard. Lots of geeky commuter-related stuff happened here. Oh, maybe we can get them an electronic sign so it cycles it's through exactly historical <laughs> events. This week's geek item of the <laughs> history. Um, so actually, I think the one I think I'm going to go for actually is Bernice Perry, who was um, one of the very earliest of the nation's uh, people who was prominent for doing aerial photography this back in the 30s. She was also the first woman, first woman to get a pilot's license in New Hampshire and um, allegedly the first woman to get a commercial pilot's license in all of New England. Um, she was a founding member of the 99s who were a very famous group of early women aviators. Uh, Amelia Earhart was the president. Um, so, you know, that's, that's not quite so good. It's more engineering and kind of skill level, but I think that'd be an interesting one. So we're gonna I'm going to probably try and go for that one. That one should be pretty straightforward to get. That one's, that one's a little more obvious. So. Probably a little bit easier than the first podcast recorded in New Hampshire. I don't know. That would be cool, wouldn't it? The I don't. What would be the first podcast? Or how about like the first website in New Hampshire was launched at a from a server in this building or something? Wouldn't that be cool? I don't know how you'd find that out though. Anyway. Hmm. Well, you can learn more about Dave's story and the basic marker at ConcordMonitor.com and see all of his very many Granite Geek columns about it at GraniteGeek.org. And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes. The theme music is Little Smartphone People by The Spidekicks. Kicks. <laughs>